reach for the sky, boy. About them, it was just absolutely second to none. And, and I, I speak for myself, and I also speak for a lot of other professional wrestlers. A lot of people have had their best pro wrestling matches with Jay Briscoe. getting into pro wrestling and I just got to Ring of Honor and I was scared, I was terrified, I was still trying to find myself as a wrestler and Jay Briscoe really helped me find myself. Uh, we went to war, man. I mean, we really, really did. But not only did he, he toughen me up, guys, Jay Briscoe helped me more than any of you could ever possibly realize. I promise you I would not be standing in this ring today if it wasn't for Jay. But even more importantly, yeah, it, Jay Briscoe, the man, the friend, it, he's one of those guys where uh, whether he was in a locker room, a car, a hotel, he instantly made the room better. Do you guys know what I mean? Like he's one of those guys that just instantly changes the vibe in a good way. He, he, he was smiling all the time. I can't tell you how many times we have cried laughing at him just being a total goofball. Uh, he... Never, never complained. He was always so grateful for everything and everyone, and he never talked badly about anybody. Whether you met him the day before or you've known him for 10 years, he genuinely wanted what was best for everyone. He's an unbelievable man. Unbelievable. For the sky, boy. It's Friday night in Cincinnati, Ohio. We got us one hell of a match. We putting our tag straps on the line against Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards. Team Jiu-Jitsu. Team MMA. It's crazy when you think about it, man. MMA done took over the world. MMA's the biggest shit going right now. Taking that time from my boxing, man. Hell yeah. MMA done took over. Now I got all the respect in the world for the people that do MMA. But the shit that pisses me off, when you got Johnny Badass walking to the bar with his little tap out shirt on, he went to the gym for two weeks so his little muscles popped out a little bit, and he think he's God's gift to women. He walk around like his shit don't stink. I guarantee you one of y'all little tap-out boys bring that shit down here to Sandy for you'll be lucky to get out of this bitch alive. Now, Davey and Kyle, I ain't saying that y'all that type of people, but you got Davey Richards walking around with his little title belt and a mouthpiece in. This pro wrestling, son. Hey, brother, hey, Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. Hell no, Terry Funk ain't wearing no damn mouthpiece. Bruiser Brody ain't wearing no mouthpiece. Doing your little jujitsu, getting focused and shit. Talking about I'm focused. I'm kicking this bag. I'm focused for my match. Shit. That's where we different, boys. 
We a different type of people. We ain't got time to be focused. Reach for the sky, boy. Watch out, Matt Hardy! Matt Hardy! Referee, come on! What? Steve just boots Matt Hardy! This is Great Muta, and you are listening, listening, listening to the Tom Box Low Box with Phil Leia and that pain in the Ascopion Light in M Radio. Your shows, your Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network.
Alright. Alright, episode 400 and... Uh, what is it? 73, right? Yeah, 473 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Rant EM Radio. I is... I is... I is... I am... I is... Forever your gracious host, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Raya. It is January 20th, 2023. Very, very end of a long week coming to a close. Thank God. It has been a super emotional week for you, boy. I will get into that, all of that. And we have a cool little throwback for you today, tonight. Whenever you're listening to this, actually, it'll, it'll probably be up tonight. Because I've been doing that lately. Um, so thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you for the feedback. We've been getting some feedback with uh, with me lately since the, the new year opened. Uh, thank you for all your kind words and your support and stuff like that. It's very much appreciated. Uh, so, you know, it's been a long week. Um, we'll, we'll start with... With... Um, with me, I had a bit of a health scare. So I told you guys I went for um, a physical, my yearly physical. I went during the break, Christmas break, and I uh, took um, an x-ray of the chest. Doctor didn't like the way my chest was sounding. She goes, your chest is tight. I said, but there's no wheezing, there's no crackling, there's no, no, no rails or anything. No, I said, you know what? I said, let's be safe. I said, let's get me a chest x-ray. So I go get a chest x-ray that day. And they found, on the next day, and they found a growth on my lung. So because of the size of the growth, it's like a six millimeter growth, a nodule, they call it, right? Because of the size of it, they, um, they suggested you get a CAT scan. So... Of course, I scheduled a CAT scan that same day, and I can't get a CAT scan until the 18th, which was Wednesday. So I didn't tell anybody. I told a handful of people because I didn't want to worry anybody, and uh, that backfired on me <laughs> because I told every you know everybody after the fact, and they were all mad at me for not telling them, including my siblings. So I don't want to be that dude, man. I don't want to be a burden. You know, I know the risk I took doing my job, and I knew what was entailed. God forbid something happened to me. Obviously, I don't want to, like I said, I don't, don't want to be one of those guys, you know, and have like a, and put it on Facebook. Oh, my God, you know, I'm, I, I I put a lot of shit on Facebook. I'm not putting every single aspect of my life on Facebook. I can't do it. Uh, you guys will know what I want you to know, and pretty much it. And I'm pretty transparent. Obviously, I will tell you guys whatever I want to tell you. And I will tell you guys what you what I want you to know, and you figure the rest out. I'm pretty transparent, like I said. So with that being said, I was waiting to get the. I had to take Wednesday off because uh, I had another appointment to, for another doctor that morning, and then I was going to go to get the CAT scan. So I took Wednesday off. Tuesday night I get home from work. And I literally sat down after getting my dinner and getting undressed and getting home from work, feeding Augie and whatnot. I get home, and my cousin Richie texts me. He's like, yo, 
can you believe it? And I'm like, I just sat down. I, I saw it, and I saw that, that Jay Briscoe had died in a car crash. And you guys all know my love and, and admiration for the Briscoes. You know, I've got, I got, uh, you know, my son and I for the last decade have been big fans of the Briscoes. Uh, and if you listen to the opening of the show, I did a nice little tribute for Jay uh, because he was 38 years old and just getting to where they had to get in terms of popularity and notoriety. And I know Tony Khan wasn't allowed to put him on TV. I'm calling bullshit, but this is what I have to accept and read. So let's be find out something else. But I've watched the Briscoes every year at Final Battle, watched them through Ring of Honor, watched Jay with a singles run, be the world champion. Mark had a nice little singles run himself. But they are the best tag team in the last decade. Tell me about the Usos. You can tell me about FTR. You can tell me about any of those guys. And I'll tell you that Mark and Jay were the most complete tag team in the last decade. Now, are they as technical as FTR? No. Are they as fluent as the Briscoes? I mean, as the uh, as the Usos? No. They're not. But they brought a uniqueness to them, and they evolved as a team. They evolved as a, as a, as, a, as a unit, and their and Jay's promos were probably the one of the greatest in the last de- decade. When you can work and talk, and we've talked about this forever, if you can do that now in this deck in this day and age, you're gold. Even even WWE paid an homage to them during NXT, because literally like an hour into NXT, this had this accident happened at five thirty in the afternoon, and it was Jay and his two daughters in the car, Gracie and Jay Lee, and uh, Jay was not wearing a seatbelt. Okay, his girls were, thank God. He died instantly. The other driver of the other car died instantly, apparently. Um, but Ashley, Jay's wife, was, uh, she just updated us a little while ago with the kids. Uh, currently the girls are stable. She said both of them have a very long road of recovery. Uh, Gracie, the 12 year old, uh, she couldn't feel anything from the waist down. She was diagnosed with an L2 dislocation of the spine, L3, L4 fracture in her back with the compression of the spinal cord. You have 33 divisions of the spine, 7, 12, 5, 5, 4. So the 5, 5, 4, which is the the lumbar, um, the thoracic, and the coccyx, right? It's a lower part of the spine. Uh, she, after they transferred her to the other hospital, she could have, she had feeling back in her thighs, but nothing below her knee. It took her for an MRI again on Wednesday at 3 a.m., and the doctors were able to relieve the um, the compression on the spinal cord. The surgery went well. And when you have trauma to the spinal cord, you basically have to wait because it's all about the swelling, right? You have to wait till the swelling goes down. She got feeling in her thighs and tingling in her feet as of yesterday afternoon and she's bruised up badly you know with that being said now the little the younger one Jaylee 
she was diagnosed with a tib fib fracture. Your 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 thigh bone your uh, is the biggest bone in your body. So the tib fib is the is the leg and it was an open fracture which means it broke through the skin and she went she went to surgery. She had to get a fixator a, like a brace like that, you know, the fixator which like the pins and shit. Um, and then she was diagnosed with a C7 fracture of her neck. Now, the C7, now that's the cervical, that's the top of the brain. That's the top of the spine. You get that fucked up, you can be paralyzed for life. But thank God, she's only in a neck brace. She'll have to rock that for about a month or two. And then she's got, she also has L3, L4 fracture of the back. Um, which that'll be, a, that, there are no compression, uh, spinal compression though, which is pretty cool. It's just good. So she'll have about, three or four months of recovery with that. And she has a right shoulder uh, fracture, clavicle. and That's the bone in your shoulder, the clavicle. And that's um, from the seatbelt. And a broken rib on the right side, which then gave her a pneumothorax, which is air between the lung and the chest wall. And then she was then diagnosed with the perforated bowel and with the with free fluid in running through the abdomen, which can be poisonous and cause internal bleeding. So they got an NG tube, nasal gastric tube in her to to get that all out and probably to feed her too until she's able to eat. So a lot of people donated. Um, just keep the Pew family in your thoughts. Uh, Jay was one of my favorites. Um, I'm crushed, honestly. You know, so... So I had to the next. You know, then I had to get this, 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 you know, this MRI. I mean, the CAT scan, and it came back negative. You know, so I was blessed and happy, and um, it just makes you think about things, man. Thirty-eight years old. He was just taking him to like cheerleading practice, and he was just there was just a day, and just like that, your life can go. You know. Uh. I'm going to say this with all sincerity, man. If th- if there's stuff in your life going on with someone, whether it's a loved one or a friend, um, a- and you can squash it without any further damage to the relationship, do it, man. Life is too short. Life is too short. Take Don't take nothing for granted. And... Make that happen. You know, make it happen. I could tell you wholeheartedly um, that I was scared. And i that's why I didn't tell anybody. A lot of people. Because if I did, then I know I'll be, I have a lot of people worried. And I didn't want that in my life. You know? I made a terrible choice, though, by not telling a lot of people. And I don't want to be like, I didn't want to put it on social media. You know, like I said, I'm not, I, I don't want to, I'm not that dude, you know. So, uh, I'm glad I'm not, I'm not sick. And I will take better care of myself. And I'm actually going to get myself checked out more often. And stay on top of things. And fix what I can fix. You know. Um, and if you can do the same, please do. If there's something going on physically in your head or physically or mentally that you can fix, do it. 
see a professional, take the medicine. Because it ain't all about you. There are people who love and care about you. And even though I feel alone a lot, I, I don't, I'm not alone. I have a lot of people in my life that love me and support me. And uh, I'm very blessed. So with that being said, so I hope you guys like the tribute. I'm good. We're going to have a good show tonight. We have a cool little throwback for you. I did some, did, I did, I dug the crates on this one. We got a couple of things. I'll talk about that after the break. Um, I did open up with uh, the great Muda theme, his last one. And his final match is Sunday morning. He's going to be in a six-man. I'll read the whole card. But uh, I'm going to miss the great Muda. Muda was a very, 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 very huge part of my childhood as a wrestling fan. Uh, uh, we've talked about Muda a million times on the show. And I'm, I'm hoping it's one of those things where he's going he's gonna to retire and not come back. Because I, I don't want his, his legend tarnished. But it's going to be at the uh, Yokohama Arena in Japan. Uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night there, Monday night, Monday, whatever the hell it is, 14 hours ahead of us. But it's going to be, it's called Great Muda, bye-bye. It's going to be by Pro Wrestling Noah. And here are the matches. Uh, there's going to be an eight-man tag with uh, Kiyomiya, El Hio, D. Dr. Wagner Jr., and Segura, and Satoshi Kojima. You all know Kojima. From uh, from New Japan, and they're gonna be fighting Kino, uh, Kashioko Nakajima, uh, f- Makas- Maka- Makasa. Wait, I'm sorry, Masakatsu Funaki and Manabu Soya. Okay, I'm not fucking these up. I promise you. <laughs> Six man action. Amakusa, Ultimo Dragon, and Ninja Mac. Versus Yohei, Kizi, and Dante Leon. There's a title match. I think it's the only... There's only... There's like... How many singles matches are on here? There's... One... There's two singles matches on this card. The first singles match is for the... Um, the Noah Martial Arts Rules match. Which is... Uh, Kazushi Sakurabo... Sakuraba, I'm sorry. Versus Hideki Suzuki. And then a six-man tag, the good-looking guys, Jake Lee, Jack Morris, and Anthony Green versus Masaki Amaya, uh, Daiki Inaba, and Yoshiki Inamura. Okay? Another six-man match, you're going to have uh, Yoshinari Ogawa, Ita, and Nosawa Rangai versus Junta Miyawaki, Alejandro, and Yatusaka Yano. And... Timothy Thatcher in a singles match versus Masaki Muchis- uh, Muchizuki. Muchizuki. Very nice. It's Muchizuki. Right. Or Makazuki. It's M-O-C-H-I-Z-U-K-I. If I mispronounce that, for all my Japanese contingency, and there's a few of you there, please correct me. Tag team match, Jungle Kiona and Saro Ano versus uh, Sumi- Suma- Sumari Natsumi and Maya Yuki. That's a, I think that's a women's match. And then there's another tag match is Atushi Kotuji and Yoshioka versus Ohara and High 69. And then the final main event, the six-man tag, 
It's Hakushi, Akira, and Marafuji, the great Marafuji, teaming up against Darby Allen, Sting, and the great Muda. So there's your match. It'll be on um, uh, Cyber Fight, or if you have the um, the Wrestling Universe streaming service, which I do for another couple of days, I'm going to watch it Sunday morning. I'm very excited. So <sighs> farewell to the great Muda. Thank you very much for all of your contributions and your contribution to Turnbuckle Throwbacks. <laughs> Colin Choppy, a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, man. So it's been a rough week, man. I'm glad it's over. Gonna have probably hopefully I'll enjoy this weekend. Um I, I just you know, between Jay passing away and the and the little scare I had, I was you know, a little bummed out, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, you know. But you know, things are looking up. And uh I'm hoping for a better I mean, listen, we're twenty days in and we lost uh Jay Briscoe, David Crosby, a couple of people passed away already. It's like, oh, man, man, just it's part of life. And, you know, i got to be honest with you. It's kind of getting numb, all these celebrity deaths and and all the crap going on in the country and inflation and, and another cold fucking COVID strain and just the grind of every day. It's one of the reasons why I'm still doing this shit, man. I I can't stop. You know, I gotta keep I gotta keep on with the keep on. I gotta you gotta maintain, if you will. Maintain, if you will. So I did watch a little bit of Raw. I know Cody's back in the Rumble. He's he's back and going into the Rumble, which I like. Uh you know, I uh I make I won't be home for the rumble sadly, but I will be watching it when I get back from the outing I have to go to, which I'm kind of pissed off about. But they didn't know. I can't expect my family to plan shit around my 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 wrestling events. <laughs> but they know Mania weekend, I will not be around or available because that's opening day that weekend for baseball. It's a lot of shit going on, so. Uh, we got a lot of stuff lined up for you, man. We got I got a guest coming on doing throwbacks with me next week. We have two more guests, three more guests I think next month. We got a lot of shit going on, man. I got a lot of cool stuff coming up for you guys. So keep it locked to uh to 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 the to the social media gimmicks. I will post as much as I can. Uh if you're interested in being a uh an administrator on the Facebook page the group page, please inbox me. Uh, we'll have a chat because if you want to help me out and post shit, I appreciate it. You know, since I'm since I'm by myself at the current moment, so. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of wrestling besides that. You know, I did watch the like I said, I watched the AEW. They did have a graphic. Uh, the next night, that Wednesday night, and it was it was nice. It was nice in the tribute show they did the, when the cameras went off, and they're gonna show it on Honor Club and some other places. So that's that that's interesting. So hopefully, uh, I will get to watch that. Hopefully, it's up soon. I like I said in in the I did the um the tribute that was Adam Cole speaking for the tribute show, and then I know Claudio said some stuff. Christopher Daniel said some stuff. So all right. Well, anyway, but that's what it is. Um. 
And I didn't watch a lot of wrestling after that. So um, I'm going to watch wrestling this weekend. I did watch the throwback stuff, which is a couple of clips I'm going to talk about after the break. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty much. Hold on a second here. Let me get let me get comfy. I like that. I can get comfortable when when I'm doing this uh, recording shit. I don't have to worry about being live and on camera. I can I can lay on the couch or the chair or whatever. I want to, I just want you guys to know how important this, this process is for me. You know, I, I love wrestling and although it's not the main focal point of my life anymore, the, the nostalgia of it and the love for the game still currently keeps me, uh, enthused and like I said, I don't want to give this up, and I'm not going to. So, you know, I want your input. If there's something that I didn't talk about that you want covered, please let me know. You know how to reach me, you know, through the email or the Facebooks or the Instagram gimmicks. You know, the Throwbacks has uh, an account for every social media outlet. I think we're even on Snapchat, or am I just on Snapchat? I don't use Snapchat. I had a, I had somebody on Snapchat just she kept sending me her titties and I'm like, "Well, this is nice." I I you know, didn't ask for them, but this was like back in the day when I first started it. Like, "Oh, nice." And like just random videos and pictures of her titties and I'm like, "Yeah, look, yeah, have some titties, Phil." I'm like, "Oh, thanks." And this and that's why I stuck I I kept the Snapchat going cuz I just wanted to see titties. But, you know, Instagram, I mean, I have the Instagram, my personal one, Shaylin's constantly tagging us in those contests, which is cool. And the the throwbacks one, we like I said, I post I post the links to the shows now. And Anchor FM is where we get all the I have all the current stuff. And like I said, if you want something covered or you want an old episode reposted, by all means, please inbox me. Let me know, and I will play it for you because we have a lot of material, man. There's a lot of stuff to do. I have a lot of you know. A lot of uh, content I did in the last almost eleven years now. I can't believe it's been it's been over ten years. I guess I can believe it, but I, maybe I'm like being too naive. I don't, I'm not naive. I maybe mean, I'm just being too humble. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just I look I look back on it. And I'm like, holy shit, man! I spent a decade doing this nonsense, and we had some fun, man. A lot of ups and downs, but you know. Uh, I, I'm glad I'm still doing it, and I'm glad you guys are with me for the ride. It's been a fucking blast, honestly and sincerely, and I'm, and I'll always thank you guys, and I'm always, um, thankful for that. Really, I am. I am. Um, my finances have been a little strapped, so I really haven't gotten a chance to even buy anything wrestling-related, so I couldn't even, like, you know, uh get anything new or get any more footage. I did, I did buy some uh, footage for next week's uh, throwback, but that was only like a couple of downloads. It wasn't like it didn't break the bank, but I like to, I would like to uh, start backing up my library. I have to get like a, I have to, it's a process. I have the, the computer that I do the show on now, right? I upgraded the operating system on the MacBook and all of a sudden 
my DVD player stopped working. And my DVD player was also my CD player, my burner and stuff. And now I have no more burner. But I should get a new burner, like a Blu-ray burner. And I want to start backing up all of my wrestling DVDs and Blu-rays. And I want to start putting content out. And I want to start streaming stuff. And I want to do all these things I have to learn. And I want to make the, the YouTube page more active. I was working on, I'm working on some artwork for that as we speak. And I just want to do a, like a, not a really an upgrade, so to speak, but I want to do like a makeover, man. I want to, I want to put some more, more of a footprint on what we're doing here at Turnbuckle Throwbacks, you know, because even though it, it we talk about the current shit, our bread and butter is still the current, the way back, you know what I'm saying? So it's current to the way back, you know how it is. Uh, and I still want to bring you guys the very best of it, so the more footage I get, the more entertainment you guys get. And for me, it's nostalgia still. Like, it's some, sometimes I, 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 I've I, told you guys, there were times where I did, like, like last week's throwback, that was the first time I watched that Rumble in 20 years. So the last time I watched that Rumble was 2003. It wasn't like I watched, like, I'll watch a bunch of Rumbles over and over again, but there are certain years that I just don't. And not for no reason, for no specific reason, I just, just don't get around to it. It's like a, I like 91, 92, 93, 99, uh, you know, uh, you know, 80, 80, uh, what is it? 80, was it, was the first one? 88, 89. I watched that for first one the other day. So that's what I do, you know? So I just, uh, I want to spend this year maybe doing that, you know, getting, uh, working on a website, working on that too, as we speak. Uh, just got a lot of things in, in the burner, so I'm hoping you guys are, are digging what we're doing. So, uh, as far as the other two guys, I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for them, and I don't know what the, what the future holds. Uh, right now, it's not going on. So, this is what you got. And like I said, I got stuff lined up. So, we're not done. We're not dying, and uh, we're gonna keep it fresh, fresh to death, as we say. As the kids say in the street, as as I should say. But I am uh, kind of excited for the future. So, and I hope you guys are too. And I don't know what else is going on. I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch a lot of wrestling. And uh, I just watched what was going on with Jay and, and that stuff. I did watch a little bit of Ring of Honor, but that was just Briscoe. I watched a lot of Briscoe shit the last uh, 48 hours, 72 hours. So, uh, so with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to plug our friends, and then I got a cool little throwback for you. All right? And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. You'll recognize the symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It is episode 473, and I'm going to ask our good friend, Lord Alfred Hayes, to take us to the Brizake, as the kids say. The kids don't say that. I'm just making that up. Take us to the break, Lord Alfred Hayes. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. 
So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday nights on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, this is Greg the Hammer Valentine, WWE Hall of Famer. And you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. back total throwbacks episode 473 little eye of a tiger for you yeah I'm playing that so you know what that means right that's the uh well you know actually you should know what it means it's the anniversary of a, of a very uh, almost the anniversary actually I think it's tomorrow is the anniversary not yet tomorrow no the 23rd it was 23rd or 24th, so it's actually Monday or Tuesday. But either way, let's get in to the throwback 
of the week. And now, here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. So this week, I thought I would talk about title changes that happened um, around the time I started watching wrestling between like 84, 85, 86, 87, um, and mostly WWF, because like I said, we didn't get anything else um, until the late 80s or 90s, and, and while that was happening, I was still tape trading, so um, what was what was different about wrestling back then for me anyway is is that again we this is before wrestle right before wrestlemania we didn't have any and before saturday night's main event we the only time you would see a title change on television is if it was taped and it was it happened prior to that weekly show or it happened it it seldom happened on an episode of what you were watching they'd always say hey we got live we got videotape from this 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 day and and this and and that you know that arena happened and, and this happened here and blah 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 and you always is you always excited because you're like oh man titles changed hands and when any time a title changed hands it was a big deal so we're gonna take a look at couples we're gonna play some clips of some of these title matches uh, the first one is from. Actually, tomorrow is the anniversary from the Hartford Civic Center. This is January 21st, 1985. And the U.S. Express, Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo, Rotundo, whatever we want to call them, facing the current champions, the the team of Adrian Adonis and uh, Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch. Uh, This was Adonis's... uh, second tag team partner uh in 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 the fed he was also with jesse ventura the east west connection so uh even though i like it, jesse was from the west but he was basically from the midwest but the way jesse dressed he was always from uh he was always flamboyantly from hollywood <laughs> so with that being said let's take you now to the end of this match from the hartford civic center in hartford connecticut this is adrian donis and Dick Murdoch defending the titles against the U.S. Express, Barry Windham, and Mike Rotundo. Dick Murdoch, oh look at that, over the hip, shoulders down, yes indeed, we have new tag team champion. Let me fold that a little bit. They would still hold on to the title. Adonis outside with Barry Windham. Sorry about that. Uh-oh, into the post, here they come. Oh my, Adrian Adonis may very well have a separated shoulder after that. Meanwhile, Dick Murdoch, oh look at that, over the hip, shoulders down, yes indeed, we have new tag team champions, Barry Windham, Mike Rotondo, wrestling history has been made right here in the Hartford Civic Center. How was the way it was in the Hartford Civic Center, Bruno, what do you think? I tell you, this Aldana, first of all, he shocked, uh, he shocked Adonis and Murdoch. I think it took completely the concentration away from that. 
This is about the 14 to 15 tag champ that Albana has. He's got now a combination that I think is going to be champion for a long time because these two guys are absolutely phenomenal. Yes, indeed, we'll be seeing more of Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. So there it is. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, when you start with bettering... Shut up. Crazy. There is a Piper's Pit um, uh, from uh, May of that year. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should play it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's play it. Why not? I got something here that you folks in the arena and you folks at home may be accustomed to. Something that I'm not. I got with me a couple of losers here. <laughs> Don't say, if you're going to sit there and get all upset, because let's face facts, you are losers. You're not the champions anymore. Hey, baby. Here we go. If you're going to, not only does this resemble your talent, but I got a little something for you. If you're going to cry, there's something to cry on. You see, myself, I don't know what it's like, because I ain't never been a loser at anything, and I don't know really what Nikolai Volkov on the sheet. I really don't know how you could justify losing your championship. Where's your belt, Piper? The only belt I see you wearing is holding up your skirt. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. No, 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 let's get wait. You don't need your body. Go on, you step back. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Ace, Ace, step back for a second. I'm not, I'm not afraid. 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 Okay, wait a second. Sit down, sit down, boys. Sit down, boys. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Don't worry, don't worry, he won't hurt you. <laughs> Let's face facts. Let's face facts. You said, where's my belt? Well, 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 I'm, I'm not a former champion. Let's <laughs> I mean, face facts. I haven't lost the title, so I'm not a former champion. Yeah, sure. Uh, the only former thing you are is, uh, <laughs> you're just a has-been nothing. A has You want to take this attitude? I tell you exactly what you do. There you go. There's lots of crying towels for you. You take your crying towels, spit it out amongst you. What you do is get your little butts up. No, oh, no, don't muscle me. You get your little butts up. I'm a fella that ain't afraid to lose. Ah, get the hell out of here, man. What the so they didn't hold the belt very long, but they dropped him to Sheik and Volkov, and that was right after they dropped him. They were on Piper's Pit, and Roddy gives him toilet paper for tissue. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, Your next one is not from... It's from the same year, but it's for a little further down the line. And the one thing I... I so, Tilo Santana was... The Intercontinental Champion. He had he had beaten Don Morocco, and Tito Santana is actually a two-time winner. Uh, and this this another, this another title change that happened on TV, but it was taped in in um I think it was London, Ontario. It was it Maple Leaf Gardens, and this was a shock because again I just started watching wrestling, and this is this is this might be. The first title change I seen on television, if I'm not mistaken. So let's take you now to what is this eighty five? I want to say, yeah. Let's take you now to uh, the IC Championship match on TV 
with the TV taping. Greg Valentine, managed by the the manager who managed the U.S. Express, the manager of champions, Captain Louis Albano, the guiding light. He managed Greg to have a Valentine. So it's taking out to that match. messed up is they 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 made an angle where where Tito uh broke his leg but in in essence he needed um he needed knee surgery so that sets up the big cage match the rematch we all see the cage match a main time Santana wins the cage match and wins the IC title but so it was so Valentine was pinned but his leg was outside the he reached the rope and Tito thought he won, was celebrating. Valentine got up and cracked him from behind and got the got the three count on him. And then of course Edgen felt the injury by doing giving the figure four leg lock after the fact. So these were great matches though. Like between I mean, you had, you know, Kempatera won it, and I think it was Pedro Morales, and then Morocco beat Morales. They swapped it back once, twice. And it was after Tito, Valentine, Tito again, and Macho Man, and you know, Steamboat, and you know the rest, right? But this was the working man title, man. This was the title that, you know, even though 
you were the second champion in the company. That this was the this was the match. This was the title matches that stole the match, the cards on the, on the house shows. When you saw an icy title match you, at a house show, you knew you would come. You were getting a good, you know, a great match. Now, I'm not saying that the, the title, the world title matches weren't great, but that title meant something back then. It was significant. You were the number one contender for the world title. It was bestowed upon you, but then you worked for that. You were the guy setting up the the championship matches. You would sometimes you headline some of these house shows. I remember going to the Garden a few times, and the Intercontinental Championship was the headliner, and the world title match was like in the middle, or was even was even on. It might have been on a B show because sometimes they ran two different uh, locations at the same time, especially if it was a matinee show. Like you would have them run shows in the Garden. And then at the Coliseum or at the Garden or Meadowlands, both the like day night type of shit. So, and so we all know what happens on the twenty third of January, nineteen hundred eighty four. Hulkamania begins, and the game changes forever. Okay, I I will still say to this day that if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, you wouldn't have sports entertainment. You might have some form of it, but you wouldn't have it the way it is now. And Hulk Hogan paved the way for generations now. This is now 40 years ago, almost. So 84, 94, 2014. Next month will be 40 years. This is the 39th year of this, the anniversary. I found a promo two, from two days prior at Madison Square Garden. Let's take you now to Mean Gene Oakland. And the number one contender for the War Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship, the incredible Hulk Hogan. Fans of New York City and this entire area, this coming Monday night, Madison Square Garden, it is going to be absolutely something else for the world's greatest midgets. All of the top names, not only from this country, but throughout the wrestling world to be part of it. Six-man tag team action. Intercontinental title defense for the magnificent Don Morocco, Tito Santana, the challenger, and fans, the bombshell that has affected wrestling promoters not only in this area, but throughout the world. They're all going to be in town on Monday night. The fact that the incredible Hulk Hogan has been designated to challenge the Sheik for the world champion. You know, I'm just glad it's finally here this Monday night. As the weeks gone by, as the days have gone by, I've been hanging and banging. The 24th Pythons have felt the electricity, the power, like they've never felt before. And the reason why, Mean Gene, is that WWF already Hulkamania is running wild. And I realize the burden I have on my shoulders. I realize that all the Americans, the whole world is behind me. But you know something? It's more than just the red, white, and blue. It's more than just the whole issue. It's the fact that these Iranians, the 52 people, the 444 days in captivity, the oil embargoes, the cartels, it'd be like putting a six-shooter oh, to your head to hold up the United States. It's all that together. That's what's got the Hulkster spurred on. You know something? If a thousand demons and wizards were to chain the Hulkster down, I would break the chains that bind me and still climb in the center of the ring. 
Madison Square Garden, the pinnacle of professional wrestling, and put this sheik in his place. There's no stopping me now. The bell looks like the bumper on a Mack truck, and Hulkamania shall run wild in the WWE. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can just feel the electricity of this big man at 302 pounds, 6 foot 8, out of Venice Beach, California, to challenge the Iron Sheik this Monday night at Madison Square Garden. It is going to be something. Now, that don't get you hyped up for this. I don't know what will take you now to Madison Square Garden, January 23rd, 1984. Shout out to all you Hulkamaniacs out there. Take you to Gorilla Monsoon. the backstage uh, uh, celebration. Let's go to, that's one of the infamous ones. Take you now to the, the locker room of the New York Rangers and your new World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion, the incredible Hulk Hogan. Rooms at Madison Square Garden. Pete Hogan here with the brand new World Wrestling Federation Champion, Hulk Hogan. You proved it to thousands and thousands of fans. Not only here tonight in Madison Square Garden, but throughout the wrestling world. You know something, Gene? They proved it to themselves. All I asked was for the whole WWE to stand behind the holster. And I told him I'd bring it home for the USA. You know something, Gene? It is the dream of a lifetime, Daddy. Oh. And you know something? 
I can't imagine this is like going to the mountaintop a thousand times over. I feel the energy. Hulkamania is running worldwide. And it just turns me on me, Gene. And I felt every one of those 25, 30 plus thousand people with me standing behind me all the way. And it felt great. Well, you have arrived, Hulk Hogan. Have you ever seen anything as beautiful as this, me, Gene? This belt is part of your suit. It's everybody out there. I'm really proud of you, and you are a good wrestler, I'm proud of you. Oh, the champagne is flowing, Ivan Putski! Hey, I'm proud of you, Jack. Very good, huh? Look at that. How awesome is that, huh? So, we got our final title change of the evening. This was from January 26, 1987. Now, the British Bulldogs are your world tag team champions, okay? The hard foundation of the number one contenders. However, there's been some discrepancy with referee Danny Davis, who, who for some reason is just not giving the uh the face wrestlers the uh the time of day man he's he's counting fast and he's disqualifying guys and he's basically all the good guys are like anytime they get a Danny Davis uh, refereed match there's a discrepancy and this has been happening to guys like Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana and the British Bulldogs and Several other uh, uh, good guy wrestlers, face wrestlers. So um, we'll take you now to January 26th, 1987 on Wrestling Superstars, the British Bulldogs versus the Hart Foundation. Coming down here. 
is Dynamite. Dynamite's out on the floor. Bret Hart, Bret Hart is out on the floor. Dynamite. We just saw him. Two men out on the floor. Two men left in the ring. Davey Boy Smith. And he's got the anvil up for a power slam. And a Hey, like that. Dynamite Kid was not even a fact that he was out of the ring the entire time. Danny Davis basically took, I don't know, took a liking to that and was outside half the match. On top of that, da- Davy Boy tried bringing Davis in by his. Could, actually, Danny Davis could have disqualified Davy Boy Smith because he went to grab him by his hair and throw him back in the ring. But Bret Hart broke it up and then they double teamed him and they decapitated him. And you have New World Tag Team Champions, the the uh, Hart Foundation. So there you go. So just a couple of like you know title changes that happened around this time. Most of them happened in January. Only one of them didn't, which is the Greg Valentine one. But um, you know, thought I have some fun with that. A couple title changes. It's just an idea I had going through the the timeline of uh of January and of uh, eighty four, eighty five, eighty seven. You know. Yeah, it's just uh, title matches on TV that you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this has happened. And, you you know, like I said, title change on TV really hardly ever happened. When they did, it was a big deal. This was a big deal because it sets up the six-man match at WrestleMania three, which is, I believe, the Junkyard Dog and the Bulldogs against the Hart Foundation and Danny Davis. So there you go. So there you have it. Those of our uh, the winds of change, the winds of tag team, t- not tag team, the winds of title changes. How about that? That's the name of the episode. The winds of t- title changes. So there you go. I should have played the Scorpion song, but you know what? I'm probably gonna get in trouble for playing fucking Survivor anyway. So who cares? <laughs> Either way, there you go. There's our throwback for the week, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um. And that's pretty much it. I don't have, like I said, I don't have much to say this week. 
we got a we got a guest next week, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, we're gonna be uh, covering some good shit. So I'll keep it a secret. I'm not even gonna tell you who's coming on. How about that? I like those apples. Let's get out of here. Let's play some uh, outro music, and uh, we'll. Uh, that's it. All right. You guys don't know the social media handles. Anchor FM is where you get in the episodes. And on every platform, you can get podcasts. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. RantEMRadio.com. ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Tumblr Throwbacks. Be a mark. Buy a shirt. We got five designs. Maybe six by the uh, end, of the, end, of the, end of the winter. Not sure yet. Working on that, too. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Take care of yourselves, each other. Enjoy the clap. Enjoy the clap. Enjoy yourselves. Don't get arrested. Avoid the clap. And uh, watch a lot of wrestling. And more importantly, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Good night, Gracie.